What's going on, everyone? You're tuning in to the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. And on today's episode, I will be keeping you all up to speed on what's been going down during the month of June, as today is the last day for the month. So sit back, relax, and let's get this show started. What's up everyone it's Elisa and I hope you all are doing well on this hot and humid day here in New York oh my goodness it was blazing hot outside I had to go run some errands I had to take my son to get his hair cut because the 4th of July weekend is this weekend so I want to make sure my boy is looking all fly you know what I mean <laughs> but besides that I just wanted to keep you all updated on what's been going on in my life during this month of June uh, today's the last day of the month and time is just flying. I just can't believe it. So I know it's been a minute since I've discussed about how I've been dealing with recovering from having gastric sleeve surgery. I usually give updates on Instagram like every week. Same thing with Twitter, but I've been slacking. So as of now, I am now officially 19 months post-op and... I had to get a series of blood work done for different doctors during this month. Um, Actually, on Monday of this week, which was literally two days ago, I had 10 tubes of blood withdrawn from me. And mind you, I didn't really eat breakfast that morning. I just had made myself a protein coffee. And then after I completed the labs... Of the blood work i went to the cafe at the medical facility i got myself a small starbucks coffee and some pastries just to take home and then after i got back home i had to go back out i had to go shopping at tj maxx and target to get a couple things for the house and come back home clean up take care of my son and that was that but i was so out of it it's like these doctors love draining the blood out for me. I know my blood is probably sweet and all, but damn. <laughs> so, um, I don't know when I'll get the results of these uh, blood tests. I could actually probably find out on the website for, um, you know, my doctors. Uh, I have like a account set up with the hospital and... Uh, yeah, I couldn't get the results that way. But I probably won't understand what are the meanings behind the results because I don't understand too much of medical terminology anyway. But I know I had to get blood work done for my bariatric doctor and the liver specialist who I actually have a follow-up appointment with in a week over the phone. And um, also during the month of July... I have my first consultation with a plastic surgeon. I've mentioned on the podcast that after being 18 months post-op from having gastric sleeve surgery, I was informed by my bariatric doctor. I can proceed with having a consultation with the plastic surgeon regarding any issues I have after losing weight. So 
patients who undergo bariatric surgery and meet with a plastic surgeon is because they have issues with excess skin. Um, some women want to get like a full makeover. Maybe they want to like fix their booty, maybe do something with their boobs, you know. For me, I just have concerns with my stomach and my lower back. That's pretty much it. And I mentioned that my mom is opposed to me having any type of cosmetic procedure done. She feels that since I had the gastric sleeve surgery that I should just be one and done. I had the most important surgery, which was weight loss surgery. I was dealing with a lot of medical issues for the last decade. And even after becoming a mom, I was dealing with much more, I guess, worst case scenario with my health. And, you know, I didn't want to think negative about what would happen in the long haul. You know, it, it really stresses me out. So having the discussion with my endocrinologist, who was the doctor that pretty much suggested the surgery to me, you know, he made the arrangements for me to have the consultation with the bariatric team at the hospital. Um, you know, they took down notes of my medical history, past and present, and they found out that I was a candidate to have bariatric surgery. And I had the option to choose what type of surgery I wanted, if I wanted gastric sleeve or the bypass. And there's a difference between the two. I just felt the sleeve would be easier for me and it's less invasive. So that's why I opted with that one. But um, besides getting all these labs done, I did mention before that I've been at a stall for the last several months. So my weight has been fluctuating up and down about two to three pounds. So I'm like stuck within the same weight range. I was at my lowest weight on my son's birthday last September. I'm trying to get back to that weight and lose some more. You know what I mean? So it's summertime um i mean this heat wave that's been occurring here in new york this week has been ridiculous so i won't be going outside so much but um hopefully um i can go back outside again and maybe walk around the neighborhood or if not i'll just work out at home like i normally do you know um i dance around the house <laughs> that's all i can do i uh do some stretching for the fact that I have scoliosis and I deal with a lot of back pain and I can't do any heavy lifting. So I'm doing some stretching exercises does help out with that for a brief moment. Um, but that's about it. I'm still wearing the same size clothing that I wore since last March. Um, so I'm happy about that. I'm still doing more shopping for clothing, even though I'm not going out as much as I would like to. But, you know, things are opening up a lot more here in New York and other places. And um, it looks like eventually things are starting to get back to normal somewhat. But, uh, yeah. So, other than that, um, I'm just staying motivated and focused that I will get to my goal weight when it's meant to be. I'm not, you know, going to stress myself out about it any longer. Because, yeah, believe me, I was stressing myself out. Like, how the hell did I gain 10 pounds since my son's birthday? Like, I just don't get it. And I don't really eat a lot of food. I don't really drink so much. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I will continue to give you guys updates about how I'm doing with that. Now, if you guys follow me on Instagram 
and seen my live streams or if you've been tuning into the podcast lately, uh, I've been mentioning how I felt about the COVID-19 vaccine. I gave you guys my opinions on it. But guess who got vaccinated? This girl did. I ended up getting the Pfizer vaccine. Um, listen, I know the vaccines have been out for some time now. Um, I've had relatives who caught COVID-19 twice. Some got it once and recovered. Uh, one of my best friends and her mother recently had COVID-19 with pneumonia and um, they were hospitalized for several days recently got discharged and um my best friend said that you know she's doing good uh, and she just recently went back to work also but um my mom was mentioning to me that there's a new strain of covid19 that is pretty much in existence now called the delta variant i've been hearing about it on the news and um you know people from other parts of the world uh got it i actually read somewhere on the internet that someone in new york state caught it i don't know this shit sounds scary so i did question my doctors my primary care physician and also my bariatric doctor about the vaccine and um if it contained any medications i'm allergic to is it safe for me to take based on my medical history so my bariatric doctor mentioned that uh, the vaccines do not contain uh, the medication I'm allergic to because she also has the same allergy. So she said she got vaccinated was fine. My primary care physician mentioned that because of my history of being obese and having high blood pressure that I should get vaccinated to be safe. So that's two doctors telling me pretty much go get vaccinated. I know there's other people who underwent bariatric surgery that got vaccinated too so some people had no symptoms some people did um so yeah i got the pfizer vaccine it was pretty quick to set up the appointment to get the vaccine done um i logged on to some website on a sunday afternoon and i got to see what locations near my home had availability for vaccines and there was availability actually for the next day in the morning so i was like all right cool so i went the following morning and um i got registered i waited in a room uh one of the nurses had seen me she had asked if i was registered already i told her yes and she told me to go to her station and she had an ipad just you know jotting down my information and having me check to make sure everything was correct and then uh, she had asked me which arm I wanted the vaccine to be placed in. I told her my left because I'm right-handed. So yeah, I got the vaccine done and um, I went home. And I remember later in the day, my arm got really sore to the point where I couldn't move it. The nurse did inform me to make sure that I keep myself hydrated and that I move my arm around throughout the day. So I told her, okay, no problem. And um, yeah, so later that night when it was time for me to go to bed, 
I was in excruciating pain on my arm. So I was like a little scared, like, should I take Tylenol or something to help with the pain? Like, I wasn't too sure, but I just slept it off. And the following day, my arm was still sore, but not as severe and intense as it was hours after I got vaccinated. So um, I have to get the second dose in about two weeks. So hopefully (laughs) by then I won't feel any extreme soreness and pain like I did the first time around but um listen if getting vaccinated is gonna protect me especially me having a child with medical issues and being disabled and having special needs if it's gonna protect me I want to be able to protect him too um I don't have my son go out so much with me unless it's something important like doctor's appointments taking him to the barbershop to get his hair cut going to the pharmacy to pick up his medication um or even a quick trip to the supermarket to get a few groceries for the week. Like, we're just in and out and back home, you know? So even though we social distance and we wear a mask, I'm very precautious of my son's health. So that's that. But, um, yeah, I know a lot of venues are opening up and some places are saying if you're not vaccinated, you can't go. You got to show proof that you're vaccinated. And that's kind of messed up, but hey, you know, it's like, oh, you're not vaccinated. Well, you can't come here. Oh, you are vaccinated? Well, let me see the proof. So, um, yeah. But just, you know, keep doing what you're doing to protect yourselves, whether you're vaccinated or not. Um, you know, wear your mask, practice social distancing, you know, make sure you're on point with your hygiene as well, making sure your hands are clean and so on and so forth but yeah you know i got vaccinated not just for me but i did it for my son too and like i said there's like a new strain of this virus out there who knows if it's gonna hit anywhere close to home to wherever everybody lives at you know what i mean so it's better safe than sorry that's all i'm saying but yeah your girl's vaxxed So last Friday was the last day of school for all New York City public school students. And I mentioned on the last episode of the podcast when I was talking about the band Outlier and their new single that was released called Bulletproof. Um, It so happened to be released on the last day of school. My son had completed the fourth grade. Yay! So this September, after my son's 10th birthday... He will officially start the fifth grade. Oh, man, this whole school year that just ended um, has been very chaotic for us both. I didn't even know last Friday was the last day of school, to be honest. I lost track of time because remote learning and, you know, dealing with technology, (laughs) it just drives me nuts. But I'm very proud of my son and all that he has accomplished within this last school year of him being in the fourth grade and now moving forward to the fifth grade, which will be his final year of elementary school because in 2022, after his 11th birthday, he'll be a junior high school student in the sixth grade. So yeah, I'm kind of shook by that thought. (laughs) 
but let's see what happens in September. I'm hearing that, um, I don't know if it's the mayor or the governor wants all the students back in school and um, not do remote learning anymore. I'm not too sure about that. But like I said previously, um, there's a new strain of the coronavirus out and about. And uh, I don't know how a lot of parents are feeling about that with this coming school year starting in the fall. I'm still kind of hesitant to even have my son go back to school with this new virus. So I don't know. I just feel some type of way. Like I said, I have a disabled child with a lot of medical issues. And, you know, especially with him being autistic, a lot of autistic kids at times, they don't like to wear certain pieces of clothing. Like my son, he's very particular about wearing hats in the winter. Um, and I know during the year of the pandemic, he didn't like wearing a mask. Now he pretty much has the habit of wearing it. And I notice with him, if his mask is like sliding down from his face, he'll adjust it to fix it to make sure it does cover his nose and mouth. I'm like, wow. And I had someone uh, tell me when they noticed my son doing that, we were at, I think, the supermarket or the doctor's office. It was actually the doctor's office um, when he had to go get some neurology testing done um, recently. Uh, one of the medical workers was like, oh my gosh, you're such a big boy. You're fixing your mask. And I'm like, yeah, he's a smart kid. <laughs> he knows. Um, but yeah, I'm just grateful that uh my son made it through this school year um through all the ups and downs he did it and um i was there with him the whole way and i'm a single parent so i really didn't get much help during this school year with his schoolwork but um besides the teachers and the therapist that's been working with him you know they gave their all for everyone involved you know all the students and parents helping one another out so you know teamwork makes the dream work right so to you parents um who did remote learning for this past school year kudos to you i know a lot of parents probably got laid off from their jobs during the past year um some were able to go back to work i mean it's not easy this whole remote learning situation for this past year was not easy at all it was Ugh, driving me crazy with all these glitches on the iPad that was provided by the Board of Education. And I'm like, what is going on, man? Like, I gotta get my kid to do his work, but the iPad isn't working properly. It's not charging. The charge is broken. Or my son doesn't want to participate in the live streams with his classmates and teachers because he just doesn't want to do it. He gets easily upset. Uh, with speech therapy, he was doing just fine with the video chats with his speech therapist because it's one-on-one. -on -one. But him seeing multiple people on a screen, especially the other students in his class, you know, um, they're having their little tantrums or they're trying to talk over whoever else is talking is just too overwhelming for him. And that's why I informed his teacher at the beginning of the school year, you know, this is why he's not in the live stream because it's just too much for him. He gets upset. Now, if he was in school, no, he would be fine being in the company of his peers and the teachers. But everything being digital, it was just too much.
So yeah, um, let's see what happens in the fall for this new school year. I'm hoping things will get better. And to you parents, um, take it easy. Try to enjoy the summer break with your kids. Um, my son will be attending summer school via remote learning once again. <laughs> so uh, hopefully um, this time around, things will be a little easier for him as far as like not having to participate in a live stream every single day with his class. Because I know last year um, with his class in the uh, third grade, um, the teacher at the time only did live streams at least twice a week. So that wasn't bad. But he would give assignments every single day for the kids to complete. So that was reasonable. But this past school year of my son being in the fourth grade, the live streams were every single day for like two hours in the morning and I think like an hour and a half in the afternoon. My son is not going to sit on his butt for two hours to participate in a class live stream. He ain't going to do it. He could sit down and watch a show for an hour. Yeah, no problem. But like I said, the interaction with his peers and the teachers all on one screen and then having like technical difficulties on the teachers then is just horrible. So let's see what happens. But like I said, you parents out there, take it easy this summer. Enjoy the time with your kids. If they have to attend summer school for whatever reasons, um, you know, I wish the kids all continued success summer school and for the upcoming school year. I know I haven't spoken about movies and TV shows I had seen recently on the podcast. So there's one show in particular I would like to talk about. It's on Disney Plus and it's the Loki series. I was so excited to hear the news of the Loki series being in the works when it was announced about a year ago. I'm a huge fan of the character. I'm a huge fan of the actor Tom Hiddleston. And today was the release of episode four of the Loki series. And one of my makeup friends had informed me that there are two episodes left of the series so altogether there's six episodes of the loki series i said what the fuck it was like this shit just started at the beginning of the month and now it's almost over now mind you with the falcon and the winter soldier on their first season of the series they had six episodes with wandavision for their first season there was only nine how was it they got three additional episodes but the Falcon and the Winter Soldier couldn't get additional episodes. The Loki series couldn't get additional episodes. What the fuck is up with that? I thought the WandaVision series was alright. I really wasn't too hyped about it. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I enjoyed a lot. I really did. And um, with the Loki series now, I enjoy it too. And... Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram and TikTok, I actually had released a video of myself um, with uh, Loki's voice playing on the video, me acting out with his um, phrases from from the show, and I believe it was some movie clips. But yeah, definitely check that out if you follow me. Um, 
But yeah, I, I do hope that uh, there will be another season for the Loki series because this character is very interesting. He is the god of mischief, so he's always up to tricks. And um, learning about the characters on the show as well, like there's a character named Sylvie. So she addresses herself as the goddess of mischief. So she is a form of Loki as a female. And uh, I don't want to give too much away. But um, yeah, today's episode was a bit emotional. So if you hadn't seen this episode, episode four, um, you should definitely check it out. If you haven't seen the series at all, you should look into it. It's a good show. Um, there's a lot of Easter eggs I've noticed on this uh, show. So, um, yeah. But let's see what else uh, is in the works for the last two episodes of the Loki series. I'm looking forward to it. If you guys want to share your thoughts about the Loki series, feel free to uh, call the podcast and drop a message and let me know what's up. Or if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter... Um, you could share your feedback on there as well. Well, I guess that's all I can say for now because not much really went down during this month for me. But on that note, you know what time it is this episode must come to an end so thank you all for tuning in i appreciate it very much but if you want to see what i'm up to you want to keep in contact with me feel free to follow me on instagram twitter and tiktok at sweet talk underscore alisa that's spelled s-w-e-e-t-t-a-l-k underscore a-l-i-z-a if you have the Anchor app, you guys can call into the podcast and leave me a message. I'll be more than happy to hear your messages. And who knows if I'll feature one of your messages on an upcoming episode of the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. So enjoy this last day for the month of June as tomorrow will be the beginning of in no month, the month of July. And with the July 4th holiday happening this weekend, I hope you all enjoy it and have a safe one. Be safe, be well, and most of all, be happy. Much love and blessings, everyone. Until next time.